Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. Welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek, the Spring Fever edition. And by spring fever, I mean hay fever. This is Chrissy McQueen sounding very nasal, and Justin Winters probably equally as nasal right now. Boogers. Ugh. We've got boogers. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of boogers. And I, I'm not even sure, I, I've reached the point now where I'm like, do we have colds? Do we have allergies? What do we have? Well, I finally went to the doctor and found out I had a uh, sinus infection. So, Lord knows how long I had that. But you've sounded really good on the show lately. I know. You remember I was like, I, th- I think my my nose is messed up. Yes, I, I have like some kind of bridge or deviated septum, septum problem. Well, I had a sinus infection. So. Aren't you all glad you know this about us, by the way? Anyone who's listening for the first time is like, what the hell is this podcast? Keeping it real, real, real dumb. Oh, we keep it real, man. We're like, hey, welcome to the show. We're talking with some really stuffy noses and boogers. Actually, the first word my co-host said was boogers. <laughs> and I quote. Isn't that better than like going the whole show and you're like, is there something up their nose? <laughs> Were they snorting coke and it just got stuck? (laughs) Nope. Nope. I wish. Nope. Nope. Just biology. Well, then I'm saying I wish. Like I've I've tried coke and I know anything about it. (laughs) Speaking of, Justin had a white lip this morning from powdered sugar and I was like, you look like you've been doing cocaine. It was amazing. I was eating yogurt, man. Was it yogurt? I thought it was powdered sugar from the waffle. Maybe it was both. I don't know. Good stuff. All right. Exciting. Back on track. (laughs) Ah! So, uh, so it is, and I, I know this because there's a big episode coming next week. It is episode 149 of the podcast. Dun, dun, dun. And uh, we decided to go big or go home this week and go with a movie that Chrissy, of course, has never seen. But I didn't even know that you'd never seen this until like recently. File this under movies that have played at my friend's house oh, during right. house parties. Chrissy seen parts of this. Anyway. Uh, Chrissy finally saw Top Gun. Yay! So there's that. Um, but before we talk about Top Gun, that's the tease. <laughs> we decided we were going to talk about uh, our boy Tom Cruise by doing a short top five Tom Cruise movies. I have such a love slash thanks no but no thanks relationship one-sided relationship with Tom Cruise. I would guess that we've talked about Tom Cruise at least, I don't know. At least three times that I recall. Three, four times on the podcast thus far. So I think my my view has evolved. What's your view now? I still love the man. No, I Wait. love the man, but he's crazy. Okay, so you acknowledge he's crazy. Oh, yes. Not just like genius crazy, no, but he's crazy. actual crazy. No, like actual crazy. Oh, okay. But gay, not gay. We talked about that too, man. Uh, yeah, but it, this has been a podcast that's been going on since 2009. You expect me to remember <laughs> what we said in 2010 about Tom Cruise? 
you know, that's evolved too. I don't know. Obviously, we live in LA, so uh, we've heard things. Yeah. Um, I would say, if I had to put my money on it, that he's like almost asexual. Yeah. Like or like quasi sexual, like or everybody. Exactly. No. Uh, like I said, I love Tom Cruise. I think he's a little bit crazy, obviously. Uh, but from what I've heard, good guy to a lot of people, not a good guy to some. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think, Chris? I'd like, I like. I I opened up by saying I have like a very love slash thanks but no thanks yeah sort of relationship. One sided again. He's an intense dude. I yeah. Say that. <laughs> so I enjoy his movies. I think he's got a magnetic persona both on and off screen. I am sure that if I met him in real life, I would find him to be charming and ingratiating and warm and all good things. Right? However, I can't get over this Scientology thing. And Having now, we uh, the last five years especially, we've seen so much come out of the woodwork about the inner workings of that, and air quotes, religion. Chrissy Ixnay on the Scientology A. I can't. I'm sorry. If you haven't seen Going Clear, something's wrong with you. Go see it. I don't know what you're talking about, Chrissy. (laughs) I don't know what this thing you're talking about. I think Scientology is great, and you know that's it. He's we, like, used to, we used to live in Hollywood. So. Yeah, we live very close to the celebrity Sandra. The 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 big center in Hollywood is kind of like a a looming cloud of of weirdness. Basically, yeah. it's like the mecca of of the Scientologists in the Hollywood community. But to the rest of us, exactly what you just said. It's like the seventh circle. You're like, don't go near it. So, I don't know. Like I said, I have mixed feelings. Looking over the list and trying to narrow down five films, though. Kind of difficult, Chris. Kind of difficult. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. So I'm not gonna lie. Before we got into this, I asked you: Are we gonna order these? Like, are we gonna go like one, two, three, four, five, five to one? Are we just gonna like shout them out? And you were like, "Whatever." Are we just gonna shout them out? Like, <laughs> edge of tomorrow. Are we gonna let our tiki torches on fire <laughs> one by one for each movie that we love of Tom Cruise in his name? <laughs> yes, it's exactly are we, what we're are we gonna light on. a Tom Cruise bonfire and set it. <laughs> Across our apartment complex on a radio flyer filled with flowers. That's the plan. So (laughs) I obviously have a favorite. And beyond that, the rest of them are kind of like eh, six of one, half a dozen of the other to me. So I can't really put them in a sustainable order. I wonder if people have like, I was looking at like, there's so many options for someone to have like a favorite Tom Cruise movie. Yes. You know? He's 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 been. That's one thing about him. He's been solid. Like if you look at his career, he's been pretty solid in his career. The man not only has been in a lot of movies, but he is often you know the best thing about the movie he's in. He's made good choices he, for the most part. You'll never ask if you'll you'll never doubt that Tom Cruise doesn't give like three hundred and fifty thousand percent. Boy, does he commit effort. to a role. Boy, does he commit. <laughs> like. If I could take his energy and put it in batteries, um, I would need those batteries around this house because we're always out of batteries. But <laughs> personal batteries for me would be nice. I, I just feel some, like I need some in Tom Cruise energy. 
I, I obviously I know he's a Scientologist, so no drugs. He probably but, doesn't even drink coffee. Do you think he drinks coffee? No, uh, well, because no, because no drugs. But do you know what? Do you know what I what I really want? I want whatever pharmaceutical company can make his, his that would solve. Gym. No, well that too. That, that but that's not pharmaceutical. That's more like something for my face. But I want whatever pharmaceutical company can come up with the combination to combat ADHD that Tom Cruise has. Because when he doesn't take it, he's jumping on couches. But when he does take it, he's this hyper-focused man you see in the movies he where he ADHD commits. Too? He has ADHD too? Oh, I'm sure. Right? I'm sure he has ADHD. I am not a doctor. I am not diagnosing Tom Cruise. But if I had to guess, I'd say, look at the man jumping on couches when he's not medicated and hyper-focused on the things that he finds interesting, like his work and his movies. Hmm. You know? And more into his work than uh, relationships. Yeah. With his wife slash daughter. How sad, by the way, I was reading that he hasn't had contact with Surrey Cruz in a minimum of three years. Allegedly, Chrissy. Allegedly. I said I heard. I heard. You heard. I heard. Through the grape vein. Yes. If true, very sad. I know. It just is. Especially now that we're parents, I feel that much more. um, How old is she now? At home. 10. Damn. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Right? Does that make you feel old? Of course it does. There are many like things that, that make me feel old. Uh, Last Crusade, I'm just like rapidly just like turning into a skeleton when you when you said that. Yes. <laughs> Withering away. Yes. Ten years old. Oh my god. She's gonna be able to drive a car in six years. <gasps> oh man. And his older kids, uh, Connor and Isabella, are in their twenties. Twenty three and I think twenty one respectively. Dang. Crazy. Wonder what kind of well that's what I'm, that's it you like if he's always giving two hundred and fifty thousand percent in his acting he went roles from three hundred to two hundred fifty thousand and it sounds like allegedly he's coming up short in his fathering duties like can he take some of that two hundred fifty thousand percent and move it over or he can only be focused on one thing at a time well I mean I don't think it's necessarily a focus thing I think it has a lot to do again with Scientology damn you Scientology you know ruining families Katie Holmes decided she didn't want Rimini knows yes she didn't want Suri to be homeschooled by Scientology tutors her entire life and put her in regular kid school and I'm not sure that that pleased Tom Cruise Kay Holmes is like not without my daughter, like Sally. She is Sally Fielding. Yes, Surrey out of Scientology. <laughs> that was the perfect analogy. She totally not without my daughter and Surrey Cruz. <laughs> oh, Joey Potter, we love you. Uh, all we right, let's get to her. it, Chris. Okay. So you want to start from five for you? So oh, so we are ordering this now? Why not? Because I just told you, I'm like I have one, you and like, the rest of them, I'm like going to point and be like that one. This is a fluid list. Like my top five could be different in a couple years. Like I'm, like I said, this is not the SAT. Okay. Well, then I'd like you. Then I'd like you to go. It's not a scarlet letter. You would like me to go first. I would. All right. Should we do honorable mentions afterwards? Yes. Okay. So, like I said, this is a kind of a fluid list. Um, I love my Tom Cruise movies, as Chrissy knows. But my number five, if I had to pick one, yeah, is between two favorites around the same time that came out. I'd have to okay. go with The Firm. Yay! So The Firm, if you guys have never book. seen it, 
is uh, the cinematic version of my favorite John Gershom book. Me too. Chrissy knows. I love that book. He was one of the first ones I read too. Me too. And they were all downhill from there. Yes. The firm, <laughs> I mean, the book is, I think I read oh, it in like two days. Epic. Epic. Um, and then. The and the movie, movie falls short of the book. The movie does fall short of the and book. And it changes things. But it's still good. Yes. And he's good in it. It's been a long time since both I've read the book and seen the movie. But and, if I remember got, correctly. It's got our boy, or Chrissy's boy, Mr. Diabetes in it. Oh, God. I've got the diabetes. He's not my boy, but thank you. Tell him, tell him about your boy. I don't want to talk about Wilford Brimley. <laughs> he scarred me for life. I love that you got a Wilford Brimley history. He was terrible. He's a terrible human being. Just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Search the back episodes for that whole long story. Yeah. Okay. The firm. So wait, is, uh, is it on your list? Should, so if, if we come, if I come to something first, should you say if it's on your list? Well, again, I picked one and the rest of them are eeny, meeny, miny, moe. Damn it, Christy. Come on. God damn it, Justin. Why do you have to do this to the me? Firm. I don't understand. Awesome. Gene Hackman in one of my favorite I roles do of his. Where did Gene Hackman go? He disappeared. I love him. I hear he's. I hear I'm he's disappointed. Not doing well, but I think oh, he kind of just like left the game. Um, That's a shame. After like Royal Tenenbaums, yeah, and uh, I think he was kind of just like burned out on Hollywood in general. But definitely missed Gene Hackman. Okay, um, Gene, uh, I'm going to put uh, that in as my number five as well. By the way, I, I'm ordering my list now, oh, like you officially are? ordering it. Copycat. Well. So yeah, if I if I had to pick a, a John Grisham movie, um, the firm would be my my pick, and that's why it's uh, currently fifth on my list of top five uh, favorite Tom Cruise movies. That works for me, Chrissy. I'll let you go next with your number four. Oh, I'm going now. Okay, Since we just sh- you just shared. So this is one of those where I can't necessarily justify it, and as you lovely people listening just heard, I chose it. <laughs> out of my list and I was like okay fine that one I almost didn't put it for many reasons but the reason that I did is because it was something that was so intriguing to me that when it came out I didn't understand it and I was also younger so I was like what am I watching and then I had to like watch it whenever it was on HBO after that because I was like maybe this time I'll understand it maybe this time that the ending will make sense it never did but because of all those things and because it was so intriguing to me Eyes Wide Shut is my number four. Hell yeah. Love Eyes Wide Shut. Crazy, but true. And I love Nicole Kidman, so there's that. That movie gets a lot of hate for some reason. Yeah, well, I mean, I get it. The ending, uh, to this day, and I haven't seen it in many years, but I'm like, what? wait, what? I don't understand the ending. I still don't get the ending. Can somebody explain the ending to me? Please tweet me at Chris Winters and explain the ending. We need to do an Eyes Wide Shut rewatch. We should. When did that come out? Uh, I want to say it was late 90s. Is it 97? Is it like so. the. It was not immediately after okay. Jerry Maguire, which was 96. I want to say it was like 98, maybe 99. I will look it up. Stanley Kubrick? Yes. His last film? It was 1999. It was 99. 99. Um, great party scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> But that's what I mean. You were watching so, that for the first time? Yeah, well, yes, because it was 1999 and I was all of 16. 16. I mean, t- I could have been 15 because I'm Prime more late in the year. 
So Prime time, Chrissy time. But I didn't catch it in the theater, obviously. I saw it at home when it, when it came no, on HBO. I, did not see, I don't think I saw that in the theater. So when it finally came on, I was like, this is the movie that like, because it was at the time something that everybody talked about, but it was very taboo. It was like, oh, they did this taboo movie where they're basically just like naked the whole time, but not really. And there's a lot of sex and like, okay. it's are dark. We, and I'm are like, we're going to see some Tom Cruise like. And I was like, okay, well, I mean, I'm all of 16. I want to know what's happening. And when I watched it, I was like, what the hell is this? Because he's like, I want to know what love is. I should have been watching Top Gun. And here I was watching Eyes Wide Shut. You totally missed out for I, so many years. I set the bar high. <laughs> oh, man. Good movie, though. Yeah. All right. So my number, my number four is uh, a movie that Chrissy first saw on the podcast the for the podcast many years ago Magnolia uh, that was almost my number 4 so as i look at it i kind of have like if this is my crayola box of crayons but they're tom cruise crayons i have different shades <laughs> like i have different like i got like action tom cruise yeah and so this is like really dramatic like crying seeing tom cruise um you remember that movie? So this is why I didn't make it my number four because I re- all I remember is how all I remember is a how it made me feel, not necessarily what happened in it. It moved and you. I, I enjoyed it. Did it move you? I remember enjoying it and thinking that I ran the gamut of emotions. And number two, I d- or B, I can't remember saying Air B. I can't remember any of like the Tom Cruise specific things in it. I remember um, what's her face from Wise Moore. Girls. Julianne Moore? I remember Julianne Moore. (laughs) That was our favorite scene. Yeah, it was. I remember um, uh, Mr. Cellophane. Yeah. John C. (laughs) Riley. And I remember those scenes more than I remember Tom Cruise. And I remember it was the street that we used to live on. So those are the things that I remember for. And because of that, I couldn't call it one of my favorite Tom Cruise movies. So in Magnolia, no one's ever seen it. He plays Frank Frank Mackey, this... um, like uh, one of those self-help, really ultra male gurus. Like oh, yeah. Like guys score chicks and stuff. And uh, he learns I forgot. that his... He's kind of a misogynist. Yeah. He learns that his dad, uh, a strange father, um, is dying and has to kind of go and... He's like him. he's like a better looking Tom Likas. Yeah. He's got long hair in that movie. Um, That's right, he did. But like I said, he's got this big emotional scene at the end with uh, his dying father. And I'm like, oh man, Tom Cruise really going there. You know, it's really. He's really going he's there. He's 250,000%. Up from 300. Uh, That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, Magnolia. Magnolia. Good choice. So you already did your number four? I did. So what's your number three? Interview with the Vampire. Ah. I have a feeling our lists are going to be pretty similar. Also a movie that I made you watch for the first time for the podcast. You did. And how would, so how would you, what slot would this, (laughs) this is like, this is like uh, out of left field, Tom Cruise kind of. Yeah. I, for me, I, it's almost this, this, this movie has a slot on this list, not, because of Tom Cruise, it's because the movie is so good. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is in it. 
I don't mind that. There's no shame in putting that movie on there because of that, because it's still a great movie well, and I it mean, holds all up. All five of mine are actual good movies. They're not just like right, but would they still be good without Tom Cruise? What what move? What Tom Cruise? Like I'll, I'll give you hints. This is an honorable mention, but it's not in my list. Okay, Mission Impossible is yeah. a great Tom Cruise movie. Uh-huh. Would it be as good without Tom Cruise in no, it? No, because you're taking away. Two hundred and fifty thousand percent of effort, right there. <laughs> but see he's what I mean? Willfully picking it up. Yeah, so and he's producing it as well. So. Right, but do you know what I'm saying? So, like, it, it for me, there I have to kind of keep that in mind. I'm like, some of these movies are just great movies that he's in. I'm not sure. Anytime you subtract Tom Cruise, it's a major subtraction, Chrissy. Is it? You're good at math. You know that. I'm excellent at numbers. Okay, Interview with Vampire. Yeah. Let me guess. Gave you, gave you lady boners. More Brad Pitt Bra- than he. Brad Pitt and Tom yeah. Cruise at the yeah. height of their sexy powers. I mean, man, they look good. Yes. Yeah. When I was little, I used to get mis- mistaken for Kirsten Dunst, which sounds a little crazy now, but because we don't look alike. But back then, when we were kids, uh-huh. um, especially I used to have these like little curlers. I was I was a little head. I was like ten or eleven and curling my hair at night and putting my hair in these little like curlers that didn't require heat. And this is, this is before you knew about Interview with a Vampire. Yes. And and so you're like walking around like Christian yes. does that movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And really I, and in the morning, like my hair would be super you. curly, and I'd walk around. I'll never forget once being at Nordstrom's, apparently trying on a bunch of different shoes, and I must have looked the part, like with just surrounded by shoes with my mom. People people thought I was she. Like they came up and they were like, "I love doing your movie," and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I didn't know what they were talking about. And then the, it, my mom didn't know either because she didn't see in the movie. She was like, "What if they thought you were?" Not the actress, but the actual character. And like, well, no, because here's the other thing: you're a vampire at Nordstrom's with your mom. <laughs> it could have been. And well, here's the other thing: my 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 formal name is Kristen. So my mom is is there, and she's going, Kristen, try this on. Kristen, do you like these? Kristen, this and that. Sure, you know what? You sh- you should have played that up more, Chris. I I was like 11. I didn't know. Still, well, people came up and I'm they were sure like, "I were loved you old, in your movie." You were an old, you were an old soul for eleven years old, ish. But I hadn't seen that, so I, so I remember looking at my mom and I was like, "What?" And she goes, "I don't know what they're." And then the Nordstrom's woman was like, "They think you're that girl, the little girl in uh, Interview with the Vampire." And I was like, "Oh, I think I know who she is. Her name is Kirsten, though, and mine is Kristen." <laughs> and that was like my response. <laughs> you could have, you could have crossed the country and hung out with my dad. Who also would pretend that he was a celebrity? <laughs> he I is. That story. I told you that story, right? Yes. Well, he is the, a celebrity now. The Steven but Seagal story. Yes, that's really funny. <laughs> that my dad once got us a really good table at the Hard Rock, the ultra primo Hard Rock guys <laughs> restaurant because they thought he was Steven Seagal. He looked he, like, a lot totally, like Steven Seagal totally, back then. He totally went with it. And meanwhile, me and my brother and sister were like really embarrassed and kind of nervous, like. Yeah, they're going to figure true. out that we're not Steven Seagal's <laughs> yeah. family. What happens when they find out? This is before the internet. Posers. They couldn't Google and like be like, those don't look like his kids. <laughs> like we're halfway in between our, bur- our our ultra succulent hard rock burgers and they like come to our table like, give us it back. Like, <laughs> Give us know? it back. That's how they would say it those, too. Give us it back. Those free drinks. <laughs> those free coca-colas as well well i mean it's funny because you fake steven seagal man i said a second ago i'm like it's funny that your dad was pretending to be steven seagal a celebrity when right now i would say he's kind of a borderline celebrity in his in his um in his bubble and uh oh, gosh. if you're not friends with monty winners you're missing out he's getting near five thousand <laughs> friends he's gonna have to cap it friend request him now oh we I'm love last, you dad right? we no, love no, you, you. Went last that was your number three yeah 
So you know, you want to guess my number three? Yes. It's only one of my favorite romantic comedies from the '90s, Jerry Maguire. Ah. <sighs> so. Not Jerry higher. Maguire. Couldn't be number two or one. Well, I didn't want to steal Chrissy's. I know this is her number one. So. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I don't want to steal Chrissy's dot, 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 thunder, but I know it's her number one. I just felt the helium come out of a balloon with a slow leak. It was like... We'll save the Jerry Maguire conversation for later. Chrissy, what is your number two? My number two is... Missing because I can't count. Remember a second ago when you were telling me I was really good at math? I literally went one, three, four, five. So I'm about to pick a number two. You Did ready? Did you research, Chris? Did you Shit. research ahead of time? This is going to go well. Go ahead. Um, She's going to pick one out of the hat. I basically am. Eeny, meeny, miny, Top Gun. Yay, Top Gun. <laughs> so the movie that Chrissy just watched... <laughs> Last night, or the last two nights, for the first time, is now her second favorite Tom Cruise movie of all time. We'll save that discussion for later. I find that very interesting, and we'll get to that. Um, I'm going to go with my second favorite Tom Cruise movie of all yeah. time, Risky Business, another movie that we watched for the podcast Yeah, uh, way back in the day. If you missed that episode, uh, Risky Business was one of those... First movies that I remember as a young kid being like, all right. <laughs> so that was your eyes wide shut? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's not as, definitely not as weird and uh, disturbing as eyes wide shut. But, you know. The, but pivotal. There are, pivotal. Pivotal for a young, young kid. Rebecca de Mornay in that movie. Super hot. Mm-hmm. Leaves. She's hot glowing. in general. Damn, when I was a kid, that like scene on the whew, the, the, the subway. I, to be her. I even know what a subway was, but I was like, I like it. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> Public transportation for the win. Um So yeah, and it's got Booger in it too and Joy Pants. Risky business, very good movie. Nice. Chrissy? Yeah. Should I go with my number one first and then you talk about I your number one? I think that's probably wise. Uh so my number one favorite Tom Cruise movie of all time. Is it Top Gun? Top Gun. Oh, look at that. And you just saw it last night too for the probably hundredth time. <laughs> we'll get to that. So what's your what's your what's Gee, your favorite movie? Chris? You didn't just give it away thirty seconds ago or anything. I hate you. Is it Do you know, this is the second time you fucked with me about Jerry Maguire? So not too long ago, everybody, we did this fun little podcast. Um, so what you're saying is that I shouldn't have put it in my top five at all, knowing they don't even know. Wait, knowing ha- that it was going to be number one on your list. Uh, no, 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 no. Your thunder. No, no, it's not what I'm saying. Okay. However, we had a fantasy movie draft not too long ago with our very good friends Allison and Brian Friedman of um, Brian's of the Rankophiles podcast, and we were discussing our favorite romantic comedies, and uh, basically he stole. Jerry Maguire right out from under me and he knows he knows it's in like my top three of favorite movies of all time Tom Cruise or not that's a total fair play why are we bringing this up again because a second ago we're going over our list and you're like "Ooh, I'm not gonna steal Chrissy's thunder whatever number one is spoiler alert it's so Jerry I just Maguire. Said Jerry Maguire and then just moved on probably I apologize, Chrissy. It's fine. I just wanted to drag that out to hear you say Why I'm sorry. Why do you love Jerry Maguire, Chrissy? 
Oh my God. What don't I love about Jerry Maguire? Okay. So backstory. We saw this when it came out in 96 in the theater, (gasps) which is something because I was uh, not quite 13 and this is an R movie and I saw it with my dad. Super awkward. And um, when it gets to the scene where um, what's her face? Kelly Preston. Yes. Yes. Is like, don't ever stop fucking me. Never stop, never stop. Did you look at your dad? Did your dad? I've never felt like so. Oh my God, what do I do? What do I do? Do I look down? (laughs) Do I look at him? Do I just look down again? Do I look up? I don't know what to do. And I remember. High five, my dad. Like, high five. Yeah, but you have a good relationship with your dad. I didn't. This is one of those really rare occasions where we did something. (laughs) And, And he goes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I'm sorry. Like under his breath the whole time am I right? And I'm like, it's fine. It's 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 okay. And like and then it ended and I was like, thank God that's over. And I was like, if that happens again in this movie, I don't know what I'm gonna do. So there was that. Um that's not why I love it. It could have been much worse than that. <laughs> it could have been, I guess. It could have been. It could have it could have been like like enjoying it too much. This was one of those movies where <laughs> sometimes movies need to grow on me in order for me to love them enough that they become part of my like wheelhouse of top favorites. Women love Jerry Maguire. The first time I saw it, everything about it, the script, the acting, the just Renee Zellweger and her prime before she screwed up her face. Like it was Ooh, just You got to go there, Chris. I couldn't. I can't, I'm sorry. Jonathan Lip like how could you female. not love this movie? Also, I was believe it or not into into baseball and and stuff like that back then, so I I actually appreciated even the sports agent side of it. I loved everything about this movie and i've watched it so many times with my eyes closed i could recite every single line if you gave me like a jumping off scene i could go from there that is a life skill chris (laughs) i can't do anymore we joke about how i can't remember anything because i sleep through movies and i have no memory of well life but you're I, this, like the but you're like the Rain Man of Jerry Maguire. I am. Basically. When I die, I, I'm gonna have the scripts to Titanic, Romeo and Juliet, and Jerry Maguire <laughs> stuck in my head. You know how they have those podcasts now? Did I tell you about those the minute podcasts? No. There, there's these podcasts out there that take movies, and each episode of the podcast is on one minute of the movie. Oh, you did tell me about this. And so I was like, Chrissy probably. Do well with a Jerry Maguire oh minute podcast. God. I could. Just like I, breaking it down. Oh, I could. I do that with Titanic too. Oh my gosh, Titanic. Can you imagine? Each episode would be like two hours long. I am I am a bevy of facts. <laughs> the, the serial of Titanic movie podcast. I would be so good at that. Can I just tell you how much I want to go to the Jerry Maguire store, by the way, that's like an is Echo Park? Open? I don't think it is. I think it closed. Probably. So you guys don't... So <laughs> they didn't a, do well. <laughs> there was an art installation here in L.A., that was basically a video store that only had... VHSs. Uh, was it only VHS? Only VHSs. Only VHSs of Jerry Maguire. Like just a thousand of them. And of course, everybody who read this is like, how kitschy or how weird. But or like, all right, art installation. for show? No, they had their doors open. Like you could come in and talk to the people behind the desk. I didn't ask if you could talk to the people behind the desk. Like <laughs> were they renting out the actual VHS? I don't think so. Should just be given those things. Out. I don't know, but I heard that people would walk in and they'd be like, "So, can I get Showgirls?" And they'd be like, "Nope, just Jerry Maguire." Like, like idiot! <laughs> Are you blind? <laughs> I want to slap that person. <laughs> Showgirl, ask you for Showgirls. 
I know, right? I I would I would have worked the art installation for free. I would have put on like some sort of like polo, cheap polo, and been like, "Nope, just Jerry Maguire." You want to hear my favorite scene? <laughs> People slowly inch out of the the, the Jerry Maguire store. <laughs> they look, they're like Homer Simpson fading into the bushes. <laughs> you're like the the senior citizen greeter of Walmart, but you're at the Jerry Maguire VHS store. Hey, how you doing? What's your favorite scene? Did you know the human head weighs only eight pounds? Did you know I was in the theater when this came out (laughs) with my dad? I was 13. It was really awkward. He said he was sorry. (laughs) Oh my God, I hate you. (laughs) Although, perfect job for me. This is great. Although, I I just read an article uh, this week about Jonathan Lipnicki, but besides the fact that he's like diesel, like huge. Yeah, he's got big arms. Like human, like HGH plus. Allegedly. Um, uh, he came out, I don't know, was on Instagram talking about how he was bullied as a kid because of this movie. Poor Jonathan Limbicki. And I was like, of course he was. <laughs> Imagine being his, his friend oh, and he comes to school. Man. I mean, Chrissy, you would be parroting Jerry Maguire. Like, <laughs> of course. Are you kidding me? Well, actually not to his face, but, but. Lipnicki quotes back at him. But the thing about Hollywood too. You know the human head weighs eight pounds? Is like, that they. over and over and over again. Well, yeah. But, the, but they always cast older actors to play younger ones. So he had the the fortunate or unfortunate, depending on how you look at it, uh, way of being uh, looking like he was like six, but he was like 10. So can you imagine he, he finishes- was 10? No, he was a little, not 10, but maybe he was a little older. I was like, geez. He was a little older. And then uh, when the movie comes out, because obviously it takes time to go through production, post-production, by the time it's released, you've aged a few years if you're a kid. So by the time this movie comes out, he's got to be like 10, maybe going on 11. And then he goes to junior high, which is universally the worst time in the world for every kid ever. And, and they're like, like, he like strolls in. He's like with his like with Jeremy, his, yeah, Jeremy Bar backpack on. And his glasses. And everybody's like, Lip Nicky. <laughs> what are the other like uh I got to go to bed now. I hear my mom. I got to go to bed. <laughs> you said Fuck. You said you would take me to the zoo. What are those other facts? Go ahead and go. Other than, other than the human head. I don't know. I'm just remembering all his um his lines now. Go ahead and go. I think, yeah. Jerry Maguire. That's a good number one. Like I said. Any- he didn't give a lot of facts, by the way. That was his big fact. He didn't give a lot of facts. He didn't. No, he was just a good conversationalist. He'd be like, let's go now. Let's go to the zoo. Was that his first movie? I, I'm not sure. I think he'd done one movie before this. Was it Little Monsters? You also forgot one of the, like, the, <laughs> basically the MVP of uh, Jerry Maguire. Cuba Gooding Jr.? Bonnie Hunt. I love Bonnie Hunt so much. <laughs> she's great. Oh, she is every single woman over a certain age ever. When she's in the kitchen smoking a cigarette, listening to Renee Zellweger have a grand old time with Tom Cruise in, like, the abode off scene. Did you say abode off? Off scene, yeah, because it's it's almost like they're in a separate part of the house or like um in, an add on to the house because she's in the kitchen, she's smoking out the window, and she can hear her laughing, and she knows they're messing around, and she's like choking on her cigarette because she's sad. And we also talked about this, I think, quickly in the rom com fantasy movie draft, but this the relationship with Jerry Maguire basically ended what eight months after <laughs> the end of the movie, huh? Do you think they? They stayed together forever. I don't 
know about forever, but they definitely stayed together through the rest of the 90s. Through the rest of the 90s. I bet you it went south when the economy for, crashed. For It went well till the economy crashed, and that's when it all went to shit. Yeah? Yeah. Because she stuck with him. She was the one when he had the fish, and he said, who's coming with me except Flipper over here? And then she said, I will go with you. And he said, Dorothy Boyd, thank you. She's not doing that again. She's not doing that again. Like, the economy has crashed. She's not doing it all over again. She had already climbed that ladder, and she's been there and gone through all the shit, and she's not going to do it again. That's intense, Chris. Because he will have fucked it up by the time it gets to the crash. I gave it eight months. months. Eight months. I gave it like eight years, and you gave it like eight months. (laughs) I mean, because... Lip Nicky, I mean, he gets older and he's not as cute. So, yeah, you know, that was a big part of their love. He's like a pseudo dad figure as well. Right. One, two, three. Swing. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. All right. So uh, solid five, I think. Right. Sure. What are your honorable mentions, Justin? All right. Let me go through my honorable. So, um. Edge of Tomorrow, which is a rather new one. Yep. Uh, with Emily Blunt. Mm-hmm. Very good. Probably one of my favorite, if, if I had to go straight, like, action-packed. You know, other than Top, top Gun is just like planes. Uh, cocktail. Everybody knows about my love of Cocktail. Sure. Um, I wrote just Mission Impossibles. <laughs> yeah, that, all, that was the other one. I was they like, all kind of blend together Yes, to I, did, I couldn't even pick none them, of them apart. Are, none of them I love, but each of them have parts that I respect and like mm-hmm. i have interviewed the vampire as well war of the worlds yep um and then my honorable mention honorable mention is mainly for his role in it is uh chrissy's favorite rock of ages oh i'm surprised i thought you were gonna say tropic thunder uh, I, I think that movie's good you know yeah these are, these are just movies that call to me sure okay he's got a ton yeah, what, he does. What, 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 what did I miss? Uh, Vanilla Sky. Yeah. Minority Report. Good. I also had War of the Worlds and Edge of Tomorrow and uh, Magnolia for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I meant and I thought of the Mission Impossibles, but really, and this should come as no surprise to anybody who listens to our podcast regularly. Mm-hmm. There are so many that I haven't seen that I was like, I wouldn't even know whether one or not of which I, can I, I recently them. realized after talking with you about it was Rain Man. Yes, <laughs> Chrissy thought Rain Man was a whole different movie. I forgot what you said it was about, <laughs> I don't and remember. I was like, okay, you've obviously never seen Rain Man. So, like a brief rundown: here are the movies I have not seen in Tom with Tom. So, as you're listening at home, you could be like, oh, what? No, I haven't seen. As he just said, Rain Man, Night and Day, Collateral, A Few Good Men. Um, Jack Reacher, The Last Samurai, Jack Reacher, Never Go Back, Mission Impossible Three, Valkyrie, uh, Valkyrie. Sorry, I you saw three, three mm. with me. That's the um, maybe I did. Maybe it was. I guess the Joss one that I'm missing. Then no, the J.J. Abrams one. Um, I have not seen The Mummy, Days of Thunder, The Color of Money, The Outsiders, Far and Away, All the Right Moves. Lions for Lambs, American Made, Legend, Endless Love, Losing It, Taps, Ask the Dust, Elizabeth Town, Without Limits, Suspect Zero, The Hardy Men, or Northern Lights. So there's a lot you haven't seen. It's <laughs> yeah. Cool. It's cool. It's cool. There's still time. Okay. 
So Jerry Maguire for life. Jerry Maguire for life. Yes. So I guess we should get to um, our main event, Chrissy. What movie is that? Jer- I mean, Top Gun. <laughs> From 1986, Top <laughs> Gun. <laughs> what is it with you? Just want to serve my country, be the best fighter pilot in the Navy, sir. You want to know who the best is? That's him, Iceman. It's the way he flies, ice cold, no mistakes. You need to be doing it better and cleaner than the other guys. I'm Maverick. Maverick? Does your mother not like you or something? I gotta do something here. I, I, I still can't believe it. I gotta give you your dream shot. You two characters are going to top gun. You are the top 1% of all naval aviators. The elite will make it better. Figured it out yet? What's that? Who's the best pilot? I'm an instructor at this school. I see 20 new hot shots every eight weeks. Every time you go up in the air, you're unsafe. That's right. I am dangerous. Not your flying. It's your attitude. Yeah, I guess when I see something, I go right after it. It takes a lot more than just fancy flying. I got a family to think about. I can't afford to blow this. You're the only family I've got. I'm not gonna let you down. Gentlemen, this school is about combat. Ten more seconds, then I've got him. There are no points for second place. What you do up there is dangerous. But you've got to go on. Ice. Yes, sir. Hollywood. Yes, sir. Sector two. Maverick, you back him up with Merlin on ready five. Yes, sir. There are MIGs in the area and tensions are high. If you witness a hostile act, you will return fire. Gentlemen, this is the real thing. This is what you've been trained for. Three makes dead ahead, coming down the left side. You are America's best. One makes over Glock High, one makes over Glock High. Make us proud. I got radar lock, you're clear to fire. I got a good lock. Fire! I'm firing. Tom Cruise, Kelly McGillis, Top Gun. All right, so the log line for Top Gun from IMDb. As students at the United States Navy's Elite Fighter Weapons School compete to be the best in class, one daring young pilot learns a few things from a civilian instructor that are not taught in the classroom. Oh, boy. Whoa. That's a little sly, it IMDb. Is. Double entendre, IMDb. Long. Who wrote that one? I don't know. Um, so, first off, Chrissy, why haven't you seen Top Gun yet? Okay, well, it's mainly movie March, y'all, in case you didn't know. And this kind of fits right in the pocket of things that if you don't know better, just is like, oh, look at that, an 80s action movie. Just the type of movie I like to watch when I only have an hour to myself every day. Yay. Tom so, Cruise. So, I mean, that there's that. But Tom Cruise. So, there are Brad Pitt movies I haven't seen. There are probably Ryan Gosling and Leonardo. No, I've seen every Leonardo DiCaprio movie. But there are probably Ryan Gosling movies I haven't seen. Okay, so you never seen it. What was your view of it before you? I really just thought it was like some an action Air Force movie with Tom Cruise. A new Val Kilmer was in it, and he was called like Iceman. And I think I thought that there was some sort of rivalry between them, and they're in like Air Force camp, and they both are like just basically 
you know, flying with their cocks out. Like, yeah, man. (laughs) Flying with their cocks out? Is that what you thought it was? (laughs) Well, we'll get to that, but... Okay, so that was your... (laughs) That was your view before you saw it. (laughs) The planes are like a euphemism. (laughs) All right. Okay. That was all I knew. So, you finally saw it this week. Yeah. What did you think of it, Chris? I, I was pleasantly whoa, 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 surprised. Whoa, whoa. Wait, before we get to that. <laughs> oh, no. Because I thought this was hilarious. So, <laughs> so we, was it like five minutes after we watched it or ten minutes after we saw it? No. Was it you, we watched it down here in our living room, and then you said it upstairs in the bedroom. <laughs> so, Chrissy, this never happened. So, this is why I laugh when she said it. She said, do you know what, Justin? I really like Top Gun. <laughs> Thank you for thank you for making me watch that movie or something like that. I did. I can't wait to talk about it. And that's all you said. And I was like, what is this? <laughs> You're like, thank it. Thank you so much for making me watch Top Gun. Well, because very often, and poor Justin, long suffering Justin on this podcast. You know, I was like, yeah. Makes me watch things that I know, because I know myself pretty well. I'm not gonna enjoy. And then he doesn't, he's smart enough to never like insist, oh no, you will enjoy it. Sometimes he's just like, yeah, but it's very popular. And that's what he says. And then I go, shit. And then I see it and then I'm like, this was terrible. And I hate that I waste two hours of my life on this that I want back and I can't have them back. And I get like frustrated. And then understandably, Justin is frustrated with me because he's like, God damn it, Chrissy, do all the fucking work. And all you have to do is like sit and not fall asleep. And talk about it. That's all I ask. And I'm like, meh. So this was a good opportunity for me to be like, you got one. This was good. Awesome. (laughs) Awesome. Awesome. I did it. I agree with um, Adam Smith from Empire who said, not exactly a cinema classic, but... It has not oh, only fuck become you, Adam a cultural. Smith from Empire. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> I've not... never heard your name before. Hey, you're... I'm not done. It has not only become a cultural icon, but remains infinitely rewatchable for me, watchable for the first time. But I agree with that. It is very watchable. Some of these movies we see, not so much. This one, watchable. <laughs> I love that you're like, I loved it. It's watchable. <laughs> I mean, Bought I, over that, other movies. <laughs> <laughs> we spent a disproportionate amount of time in the 1980s, Justin, on this podcast. It's true. I'm sorry for guys, people who don't like 80s movies. Right? You're talking to one. So, of, I guess, you know what? If we're I'm viewing sorry it, that you're decadist, Chrissy. Oh, apparently. You were born in the 80s. I don't know. So was I. Just because you're, you know... You hate 80s movies. Not my fault. <laughs> thought you thought better of whatever you were going to say originally. <laughs> Smart move. All right. So, backstory on Top Gun. Um, I was obsessed with this movie when I was a kid. Really? And here's why. Why? Um, my brother and I, who was three years younger than I, we this is one of those movies where it was PG. So we're like, okay, we can actually watch this. <laughs> oh boy! Um, it had planes in it, and that was like, if if a movie had planes in it, we we that loved, was it. That that was well, that was like tick mark. Like there was tick marks, planes. Kelly McGillis in this movie, 
was like a revelation. But wait, has she been in any other movies that you could therefore put her on a checkbox and be like, is she in this or not? No, uh, well, she was in Witness, but she was different in that movie. But I'm talking about what, what, why I love this movie as a seven or eight year old, whenever where I watched it, uh, we must have watched this movie upwards of dozens and dozens of times. So, Planes. Yeah. Kelly McGillis. Sure. Yes. Blonde hair. Blue eyes. I don't know what You're not even sure. Were. You're like, I think. She was pretty. Yes, she had blue eyes. She was pretty. She had good lipstick. Um, and then, uh, great soundtrack. We had Danger Zone. And Danger Zone. Right. Did I say Danger Zone? Um, so I actually you wrote... Were in the danger, we were in the Danger Zone together. On this handwritten, penciled Take note. Take my breath away. Wait, I wrote... Highway to with the boys. Hold up. I wrote... Sitting on the dock of the bay. Oh my God, you won't stop talking. You've lost that loving feeling. Great balls of fire. Great balls of fire. <laughs> Just thought I'd point that out. And uh, Goose. We love Goose. Goose was the funny, like uh, irreverent jokester who uh, cared about his family. Um, I gravitated. I gravitated toward him as a kid more than I did um, Maverick and Tom really. Character. Goose had such a porn stash, though. What's wrong with the porn stash, Chris? Yeah. You know, if I could grow a porn stash, oh, God. I would. I cannot, but I can't. Men everywhere, please stop growing mustaches. It's not cute. It's not handsome. It's not sexy. It just fucks up your face. I don't know any man, gorgeous, average, or. You know, not so cute. Who has had a mustache and been adorable? Rocked a porn stash. No, you would be no slurping it up. Lies. He had a slurpy derpy. He had a mustache in that movie. I didn't see with him in the. No, 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 no. Eating tomato soup. Oh, I cannot. Flavor saver on his porn stash. I can't. Gross. You would be Mm -hmm. like, nope. He had a mustache in that movie that he... Well, help me out. It was one that I feel like it took place in the seventies. It was a buddy movie with him and an older actor. Uh-huh. I can't remember it now. I didn't see it, probably because of the porn stash. You have such weird things. Like, I'm not going to watch because he's got a porn stash in it? Not because, like, not because of, but it's just like a checkbox. It's like a thing where you're like, meh, porn stash. Okay. Anyway, all those things at the time, I was like, we love, we love this movie, and we watch it over and over. And then, you know, the older you get... Tom, the Top Gun becomes like an onion. Like you're peeling back the layers of it. <laughs> and the older you get, you're like, this movie's really strange. I was like, you know, it's jingoistic, number one, obviously. Which, the older I got, the the less I agreed with that in principle. Um, it's also, <laughs> and now that you've seen Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Phrase Revenge, it's like the really... Did they make this movie this gay yes. on 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 purpose <laughs> of uh, of plain? It's the phrase revenge of of plain movies. We're like, who is the love interest of- here? Is it Goose? Is it Iceman? Or is it Kelly McGillis? Because I'm not sure. So it became that <laughs> Tom Skerritt. And that you know how I love weird shit like that, where I'm like, did like was the subtext already like always here like number one i i obviously knew nothing about this when i was a kid it just yeah. went straight over my head but as you get older you're like whoa this is really out there like they really want to fuck each other like these no dudes joke. are 
prime for this. I mean, they played that song so much, by the way. Take my breath away. I'm like... <laughs> they, play th- they play three songs 90% of the movie. It's right. Danger Zone, Take My Breath Away, yes. and then the theme from Top Gun is like... Yeah, which sounds like it's from... And that sounds like it should be in a different movie. The first time I came up, I was like, is this Top Gun? There is even a, there's even a music video for the theme song to Top, Top Gun on YouTube. And it's like the guy, he's like playing the piano really intently. Wow. And then this guy with like 80s hair comes out with the guitar. And he's like... It's awesome. So two things. Number one, I, I have to out you and I'm sorry in advance. Highway to the Danger Zone was like your MySpace profile song that played way back in the day was it yes hell yeah it was and do you know how i remember that because every time i came near myspace it was the song i didn't recognize but then like if you were nearby you would start rocking out exactly the way you are right now in the background and and i forever associate this song directly with you specifically because of that so wait it came on like the the like the everybody had a song that came on when you went to myspace.com slash was it like a media file like not the actual song, but like a no. the actual song. <laughs> it wasn't like GeoCity is Justin Jesus. No, it was an, it was the actual song. So I remember like you go to your page and it would be like, Why hello there is like the the caption. And then it would be like That's awesome. And you had like the top eight. Oh man, MySpace. Yep. Right? Why does it Facebook needs to get on this? Why can't Danger Zone come on when you go to my Facebook page? You would think. You know what it is about Danger Zone? You can be doing anything, like anything, and that song comes on, and you just like start having to bop to it or something. Like you're cutting your your kids' toenails. You're like, ah, I had another friend, and you never changed yours because other people change theirs. Like every few months, they change their song, and yours was always high to high always to the danger, danger zone, hundred percent danger zone. And I remember apparently. another friend had with or without you. So that's a, these things stick with me. Like I, every time I'd go to his page, it was like with or without you, no, with or without no you, you. No wonder you got up all on this, Chris. You're like he's he's dangerous. <laughs> he's he's By like the way, Maverick. Tustin, we've been together. We've been together for so fucking long. MySpace <laughs> was like at least two to three years after we had started dating. <laughs> I was also that guy in MySpace when it was your birthday. I would always leave you blingy happy birthday gifts. You would. <laughs> With like cats on like turntables. Or I something. think my MySpace still exists somewhere out there, by the way. We may have to I visit it. I tried finding it. But now that I mine? know that. No, mine. Oh. But now that I know that Danger Zone's attached, uh-huh. I have to really dig d- deep. If they have. We'll do some. If they have kept up their. Da Vinci Code. Digging. If they've kept up their coding so that it still plays music when you go there. I have a feeling they've dropped that piece of code. But there you go. Um, the other one, the Take My Breath Away, it re- repeated so many times. And because there was these like homoerotic tendencies in this movie, I mean, I, I couldn't tell you honestly whether or not that movie played when it, there was a scene with Tom Cruise and Tom Skerritt. Or whether or not there was that, that, that song playing when it was him and Goose. Like, or I spent, like, I, it might have. It might have. Played a lot. So I just went over why I loved it as a kid, why I still love it in a different way because it's so fucked up, it's so weird and subversive and and strange. Um, and, and looking back, I haven't seen it in years, but watching it now, I bet this character that he plays, Maverick, 
it's kind of a close approximation to him, like as a person. Like he's really intense. Like he <laughs> wants to be the best at everything. Tom Cruise, the actor, um, that he'll do anything, including, uh, you know, ruin his family's life or kill people accidentally, sure, reportedly things. Yeah. So what else did you like about the movie, Chris? I mean, uh, this is a movie where I, I really believe if Tom Cruise were not in it, going to our earlier conversation, it would not be the same movie and I wouldn't enjoy it. Really? So, yes. 100%. So who is this? he was the centerpiece of what you liked about the movie. Yes. Okay. Uh, and, and, and that frequently happens in general when he's in a movie. He's just, again, and I mentioned this adjective earlier with him, he's magnetic. There's a magnetism about him. Not, and I'm not talking about the character's cockiness and all that sort of stuff, which he absolutely was. It's just the Tom Cruise mag- magnetism. So, so there's that to consider. Secondarily, I couldn't believe, like I'm like fanning myself just like right now as I'm talking about it. Those scenes with Kelly McGillis, like when he finally like kissed her for, this, for the first time or when they had their like, this, sexual rendezvous again damn imagine again i watched this at like a, <laughs> as a seven or eight year old oh no this movie is pg this has been confused it's a P- this is pg it's a pg come on action movie with tom cruise that has these like pseudo like skinamax makeout scenes yeah i don't see how this is pg one scene involves like pseudo thrusting, like and silhouette like tongues, bone zone thrusting, yeah, the tongue tongueage, like blah, 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 oh like, my god, like even watching it with you, I was like, damn, I forgot how like I just swing my wine by the way because like I couldn't <laughs> believe, so this is happening, which is really funny. So I'm about to like make a confession. This is how awkward I feel when love scenes are on movies or TV. Like I feel even though. Obviously, I've been with you for a million years and I'm incredibly comfortable with you in many ways. To this day, I think I'm traumatized by my Jerry Maguire experience with my dad. And this comes on the TV and I just like don't know what to do with myself. Like now that I'm older, too, I don't feel like I'm just a kid. Where I but instead of away. looking at you and saying, sorry, 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 I look at you and I'm like, all right. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Except I just crack jokes the whole time because I feel really awkward about it. But if you go back and look at these these scenes, especially the one, um, so the main one is they're like in silhouette at night. Yeah, they are. And so you see like the tongue edge and stuff, and then the 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 pseudo thrusting, right? Which happens really, really later. Than I don't you know think how of, that is PG. Think of in the movie. Oh my god, we let our four year old watch PG movies within reason. By the way, I can't imagine being like, okay, Brooklyn. Like, sit down. We're going to watch Top Gun now. This is how babies are made, uh, Brooklyn. Yeah, no. Um, no. No? Nope. All the nope. But so, whoa. So those scenes took you there, huh? Surprisingly. So there's a silhouette scene. There's also this really weird scene. Like I said, uh, Kelly McGillis plays an astrophysicist in this movie, <laughs> which is hilarious, number one. Uh, because but she's a civilian. You don't have to salute her. Hilarious in the fact that she um, she meets him and is not turned on by him in the movie until she finds out at some point that he did this really cool move with the plane once with the Mig, and she that's what really gets her her inches going. She's like, "That's not possible," and then he's like, uh, "It is." 
because I did it and she yesterday. Turns, she just like turns like on a dot right there from not interested to like I want but she to plays, bone the hell out of this. But dude. they both actually play coy back and forth for a little while because she's like, I don't date students. And a minute later, she's handing him her address. And then a scene later, when they actually like have their date, they're hanging out. He's like, Well, this was really good. Like, thanks for having me over. And he just like leaves her hanging. Well, it's because he's like, because Maverick is like Tom Cruise, the 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 real person, and he's like, he's got better things to do. Boogers. Chrissy. Don't hate me, Chrissy. Chrissy's over there stuffing her her nose with tissues. I turned my mic off and I gave him like keep going, keep going, keep going, sort of hand signal, which is universal in both radio and television, by the way. And I'm like, keep going, keep going. Actually, it's universal, period. And then he's like silent, just staring at me, and then says something about boogers and how I have snot in my face. Thank you, Justin. That was totally pro- profesh. We, we both have snot together. Here, do you want me to blow my nose too? No. In, in tandem with you? I do not. Um. So yeah, Kelly McGillis. There's also a great scene of wait, Kelly wait, McGillis. Wait. They're like drunk on a motorcycle and she's Always saying how she wants to bone him on this motorcycle and then they slobber kiss all over the motorcycle. No, well, well, she was quoting Meg Ryan's line where she was like, take me home to bed and like, Forget about me, or something like that, which doesn't Take even make sense. Take me to bed or lose me forever. Yeah, forget about me. <laughs> you also didn't know Meg Ryan was in this movie. No, which was a, a, a pleasant surprise. Wearing a shark emoji. How would you describe her haircut in this oh movie? My God, eighties gone wrong. It was just like it. It looked like ramen that got like bleached at the ends, and she left it there. Ramen that got bleached at the ends. Yeah. So. By the way, speaking of Kelly McGillis, I asked you during the movie, I was like, who is this? Like, she's beautiful, but I had never seen her before or even heard of her. And True. You were like, she's in this other movie that I didn't hear of either. Witness with Harrison Ford. Okay. So I just Googled her. The first thing that comes up is, first of all, and I said this when we were watching, I was like, she's got to be much older than Tom Cruise. Definitely. She definitely is. Um, I think there was a seven-year age difference. Wasn't he married to Mimi Rogers? Around was this he time? or she? Huh? Was he or she? Uh, well, I think he was. Right. Either married or they dated, and she was older than him at the time. Right. But, yeah, Kelly McGillis loves the ladies, right? Is uh, that she, what you're going to get to? She does. She's had, well, she's had three spouses. Looks and totally different right now. She does. She's had three spouses, and only the uh, latter most was a lady. The other two, uh, Fred and, and Boyd, I assume, were both male. Um, she has two kids. She's tall. She's five foot ten, which begs the question: Why do people keep like pitting Tom Cruise with super tall women in movies? Just does everybody a disservice. Like the women have to wear flats the whole time. He used to wear risers in his shoes. Well, you so you did. What did you think about her in this movie? Oh, I liked her in the movie. Yeah, yeah. I'm just commenting on, on hot. when I googled her. She does look totally different. It's almost unrecognizable. And poor Kelly apparently was allegedly attacked in her own home last year in, in a terrifying home invasion. Damn, that sucks. Yeah. You want to guess what Top Gun got on Rotten Tomatoes? What? That's a terrible guess. Oh, do you want me to actually guess? Yeah. Uh, sixty-four percent. Fifty-five percent. Oh. This movie was. Uh, Estimated budget was fifteen million and it grossed 
176 million at the box office. I mean, I figured it should do well with guys pretty much. And then also the 80s was a great time. We weren't, I mean, we I was going to say we weren't at war. I guess you could call Persian Gulf towards the end, but this was before that happened. We weren't at war, but you know, we're like showing off all of our technological prowess. We were at this point on top of the world in terms of um, science and technology. So there you go. I mean, it makes sense. You know, America. Yeah. So yeah, that's a big part of this movie is fuck yeah, America. 100%. Fly on our planes and you know, only for the most talented out top naked guns. in the locker room together, dudes. <laughs> Wearing tidy whities, by the way. Wearing tidy whities, (laughs) staring intently each other, (laughs) loving each other up. Teamwork. (laughs) Teamwork. You know what? You can watch this movie, and every time they talk about being like the Top Gun and stuff, just imagine they're talking about having the biggest dick. Like instead of Top Gun, this movie could be called Biggest Dick. So you made fun of me in the beginning when I was like. All I thought about this movie was, was like he and Val Kilmer like flying the planes with their cocks out. And you were like, oh, that's what you thought. And I'm like, not far off, apparently. No. Well, you can go back and say, well, we will talk about that later. <laughs> but so, yeah, at the beginning of the movie, they're like, you know, he's just like, I've got the biggest dick in, you know, in, in the world. In the world. <laughs> I got the biggest dick in the world. He's like, I don't. He's like, I don't care about my wingman. I got the biggest dick ever. And then he gets in trouble and the their teacher's like, you guys, man, I, I hate him. I have to do this, but Maverick's got the biggest dick in the world. And Goose, you're his wingman. So I'm sending you to biggest dick in the world school. You asked me what my call sign would be at dig- biggest dick in the world school. So I'm curious, what would yours be? Because I didn't reveal. Well, as a, as a kid, um, my family... My nickname, my family nickname was Bubba, so it would probably be something Bubba related. I'm I just sure. feel though that I maybe mean, this is just my forced gump experience talking that you would be made fun of with that name. They'd be like, "Oh, ask Bubba." Well, I didn't. I didn't say I wouldn't be made fun of. I'm just giving you the most obvious one. Well, I I joke that you I'd should be, be Hollywood. Big dick. <laughs> big dick at the Top Guns. Big dick at the Big Dick School. <laughs> So it's today's team. We have Maverick, Goose, Iceman, and Big to, Dick. What if you went to Top Gun School and you're like, my my call sign is Top Gun. <laughs> you know? I'm Top Gun at the Top Gun School. <laughs> but I love I love all the scenes where I love, love, we haven't even talked about it, the volleyball scene, the topless beach volleyball scene, because it's really, really homoerotic and great. Not only that, but it's super, super timely. Like it happened and I was like, oh my God, do you remember when that was a thing? Like, yes, people still play beach volleyball, I understand. But like that was a thing back then that everyone did. That was your sport of choice, leisurely speaking. I remember many a Saved by the Bell episode when they went to the Malibu Sands and then they played volleyball in the sand. I was totally the goose of everyone though. I was like, you don't want to see like my blind and white figure, so I'm gonna wear this <laughs> this cut off t shirt uh during our, our sweaty topless volleyball game. Yeah. Where uh the song playing with the boys is, is playing oh really loud. I'm just surprised it wasn't let's hear it for the boys while they were playing. That would have been more appropriate. Taking our cocks out Taking them out <laughs> oh Playing volleyball with our cocks. Okay, Julianne Moore, calm down. 
That is a good scene in that movie. <laughs> yeah. Or when he talks about his dad, he's like, the re- he's like, the reason I'm so like intent about taking my cock out is my dad once took his cock out and he disappeared from from Vietnam. And then Tom Skerritt comes out from a corner and he goes, I know your dad's cock. <laughs> I once watched him get an erection. Your dad, I, <laughs> he's like, BT dubs, your dad's cock totally saved the day. He did before he disappeared, he totally saved the day with his cock. I was there to the day that your dad's cock saved everyone. <laughs> <laughs> and then him taking his cock out and measuring it kills Goose. And then for a portion of the movie, he's like, I'm not going to take my cock out ever again. <laughs> and then Tom Scared at a point is like, we got to get him out back in the skies to like take his cock out some get more. Get his cock out sooner rather than later. <laughs> I love during that part, you're like, what did he just say? He's like... And then you were like, he said, get his cock out sooner rather than later. We've taken this too far, Chrissy. There were no to- cocks taken out of in this I'm going to blame it on a combination of metaphorically, wine and antihistamines. Metaphorically, um, they did, but there were none, none of those things. That no. Happened. You'll be bitterly disappointed if you rent this movie because of that. You're better off getting eyes wide shut. You know there's got to be uh, one of those porns. Oh, my God. One of probably like five hundred of. We should have done our research, I guess. I guess. Um, you would like to. So one thing that you don't know of, you would like but to know. I'm let you know of. So um, Quentin Tarantino was in a movie back in 1994 where he discussed his character in the movie discussed what he really thought Top Gun was about. What's the film about? What's it really about? What genre does it take? What, what, like, it's like, like the spine? The spine, Like yeah. one sentence? Like, no, I don't fucking, boy meets girl, I don't give a shit about that. Fuck boy meets girl, fuck motorcycle movie. No, what is really being said? What's really being seen? That's what we're talking about. Because the whole idea, man, is subversion. You want subversion on a massive level. You know what one of the greatest fucking scripts ever written in the history of Hollywood is? What? Top Gun. Top Gun is fucking great. What is Top Gun? You think it's a story about a bunch of fighter pilots? Yeah, it's about a bunch of guys waving their dicks around. It is a story about a man's struggle with his own homosexuality. That's it. That is what Top Gun is about, man. You've got Maverick, all right? He's on the edge, man. He's right on the fucking line, all right? And you've got Iceman and all his crew. Right. They're gay. And they are, they represent the gay man, right. all right? And they're saying, go, go the gay way, go the gay way. He could go both ways. What about Kelly right? McGillis, right? Kelly McGillis, she's, she's, she's heterosexuality. She's saying, no, 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 go the normal way. Play by the rules, go the normal way. And they're saying, no, go the gay way. Be the gay way. Go for the gay way. All right, that is what's going on throughout that whole movie. Oh, my God. That's amazing. Any That's other actually any amazing. specific scenes that jump out? To, did you like all the, the fighter, fighter pilot scenes? Uh, they, Imagine being the actor filming these scenes, and they're. It, it made me think of two things. They're like in, so, in like a thing, and they're so it's funny that you bring around. that up because it made me think of two things. It made me think of um, though there are no aliens in this. It made me think of Independence Day where they're all in their things, and they're like, you know, I'm going to switch to guns, like fire, Fox Three, and all that. And number two, related to Independence Day, I saw an episode of Oprah a million years ago when Independence Day was on its way out with Harry Connick Jr. And they did a green screen of like what it's like to sit in these fighter planes. And they made Oprah do it. They were like, okay, Oprah. It was very like Ellen DeGeneres, but before the time. 
And she sat in, in front of the green screen and they put the helmet on her and they're like, now pretend you're in a fighter plane. And she sat there and was like trying to bump around. She's like, oh, I see them on either side. Like it was <laughs> hilarious and terrible. And it stuck with me. What are we now? Like 20 years later? Yeah. Yeah. So when you say that, that was all I could think of was Oprah being in the fighter pilot thing. And I was like, that's amazing. Um, okay. That's so weird. I know. Okay. In answer to your question, the other one, I mean, meh, I could take or leave her all, all the plane scenes. It, it looked like... You were you were more down with the romance is what you're I saying. I was. I was. You would take the paper... It looked like paper airplanes and they were just like pew, 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 like putting them this way, that way, look upside down and, and they all melded together to me. And we talked about this while we were watching the movie. Not... Neither of us ever had any interest in flying planes. No. I've never been afraid of flying, but I didn't necessarily want to fly a plane. I wanted to be an astronaut. We talked about that for Space camp. a good portion of time. But then I found out... Excuse me. Too tall, Chrissy. Ruined my dreams. Uh, too you tall know what, for, you, for space. Do you know what ruined my dreams? Bonk my head. Bonk, too short bonk, to bonk. be a rocket. See? When I was little, I was like, I dance. I would love to be a rocket. They were like, too bad, so sad. You have to be five six. So you're like crying over not being a rocket in California. I'm crying over not being short enough to be in space in North Carolina. We're looking at the same star. It's like somewhere out there from American I American Tales. I'm like, and somewhere, somewhere, somewhere out there. Out there. It's a true story. I'm a hopeless romantic even when I'm like nine because I remember that coming out and being like, somewhere my future husband is doing the same thing as me right now. This movie was huge <laughs> ignores on me. Uh, VHS. I remember it was one of those movies Probably. when it came on VHS. I was like, I've got to own this. I've got to own this. All right. You want to hear some quick trivia, Chrissy? Yep. You love IMDb uh, trivia in quotes, right? Yes. This is right at the top so of the list. Sneezing. Tom Cruise and Kelly McGillis didn't get along. Oh, big surprise. Is that a big surprise? A little bit. They were tonguing each other? Well, I think the tension probably helped. <laughs> oh, not the slurp. Why do you do slurpy derp every time? The Speaking of tension, the tension between Maverick and Iceman isn't just down to good acting. Tom Cruise and Val Kilmer kept their distance from each other and never socialized. Oh, snap. Snap. Iceman. I miss Val Kilmer. Poor Val Kilmer. I mean, he's not dead or anything, but poor Val okay. Kilmer. I think he's fine. Huh? He's fine. He's just he's a like little a more reclusive now. On? He did, but I think he's recovered from that. I think. He really loved. You okay? I'm you dying. My allergies are just making me miserable right now. And I'm sorry to everybody listening to this. <laughs> the Real Top Gun School imposes a $5 fine to anyone in the staff that quotes the movie. Oh boy, that should be ten dollars. So wait, McGillis is five ten. Yes. Oh my gosh. I know. <laughs> She's Tom, Nicole Kidman type. Tom Cruise so intense. In order to stay in character, he would sit far away from the rest of the cast in between takes. Big surprise, Mister Two Hundred Fifty Thousand Percent. Why does he guys sit far away from? He's like though? Method Man. Really? I think so. But he wasn't like. A serial killer in this movie like he had friends and stuff <laughs> <laughs> you sit with goose you sit with anthony edwards maybe that's the only person he would sit with chrissy was very very traumatized by goose death death in this movie it was really sad you didn't understand what was going on well because like, it happened 
You're like, and then you did like the the yell, like the Shawshank, like no, no, Shawshank. It was sad. I had to explain why what happened. Well, because I didn't know. Because I was like, but wait a minute, but they made it out. How did this happen? You were like, because his head hit the thing, and I was like, it did. I didn't notice that. And you were like, it did. Once you have a family in movies like this, it's all over. Nope. Can you imagine? I he can't. was happy. He had a family. Yep. He even had that speech where he was like, um, Maverick, man, I know you got a big dick. But priorities. I, I, but I got priorities at home. I can't. I'd rather just have an average dick. Yeah. I'd rather have an average dick and sing great balls of fire at the piano in a bar, which is wonderful and amazing. Also, big uh, back in the 80s, this movie had a NES 8-bit game. Top oh, my God. That I... Uh, <laughs> That's I kinda, amazing. I kind of loved. Um, I don't know. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Top Gun. Chrissy's second favorite Tom Cruise movie. Clearly. Of all time. Clearly. It could have been you, Vanilla Sky. Do you love Vanilla Sky that much? I owned it. Uh, I don't. I wouldn't say that I loved it, but I did enjoy it. I remember liking it. What? What did you like about it? I can't remember now. It's been a long time. Anyway, what would be your final grade for Top Gun? Uh, B. B? B. Oh, man. I'd probably get like an A minus. Yeah. I mean, it has like that I nostalgia said, for you. Nostalgia plus now it's really strange and subversive slash weirdness like, of it. I feel like a B is a good objective grade for this movie if you I haven't think seen it. the Danger Zone, if we have to be honest. Oh Bumps it up like a solid letter grade. I still have that song stuck in my head, and I think you every time. Danger zone. zone. I have to get our kids hooked on that song. Please don't. Like we were. (laughs) I'll put it on my phone in my pocket when I'm like walking them into class, so they'll associate you with that song the way I do. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay. Well. All right. So, Chris. Yeah. Should we, um, we got a couple questions from a long time ago that we didn't answer. See if we can knock some of these out. We've been remiss. Okay, let me ask you a few questions. Ask me anything in like, I'll tell you the truth. It's a bullshit question. It's impossible to answer. Impossible because you don't know the answer. Nobody could answer that question. Well, if you just answer the question. Why don't you just answer the question? Be honest. No big deal. Yeah, answer it. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. First one, it comes from the Countdown uh, Movie and TV Reviews Podcast. Which Paul, is funny because you've said in the past that like we are like, the or me specifically, I'm like the anti yeah. <laughs> version of, of Paul in the podcast. And I'm like, but why? Why? I think we'd get along just fine. I'm sure you would. Okay. Anyway, he's got a question on Twitter a long time ago. He posed to us. He says, what are the top three films Chrissy is MLR? Most likely to remember in 2017. Okay. So I made a list and then quickly realized, wait, we're not talking about what I anticipate being my favorite things, but just the things that I will most likely remember. Chrissy's very 51st dates. If this is your first (laughs) episode with her, she will watch a movie and forget it the next day. So Paul's asking, which are the top three that will stick in your memory, Chris? I will remember Rough Night because it has Scarlett Johansson and it's like, Bad Moms meets Very Bad Things meets The um, Hangover. So I'll, I'll remember that, I'm sure. Okay. 
I saw that. That trailer looks pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. I will remember Terminator 2 and 3D because I've seen Terminator 2, the first version. You cheated. I am not. Although. And it's true. I'm excited for Terminator 2 3D. I forgot that was coming out. Ta-da. Okay. And I'm torn on the third. Uh, it's between three. Star Wars, uh, Dunkirk, and Blade Runner. Only reason Blade Runner is on there is because of Ryan Gosling. I actually didn't enjoy the first one that I saw. And um, Dunkirk is Christopher Nolan, whom I love. And Star Wars is Star Wars. So there's that. So that's like five. Six. Five or six that you might actually remember from 2017. Oh, five. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Well, there you go. Thank you for the question. Thank you, Paul. Um, so, uh, everything I learned from movies podcasts, which is at E I L F movies on Twitter says, what movie are you most excited about in 2017? More ridiculous, the better. He said, and this was back in January. He said, hashtag cone skull Island, which is out now. Um, <laughs> which one are you most excited about? Chris, I'll go with mine. Sure. Um, most obvious one is the new Star Wars. Yeah, of course it is. Everybody knows me knows. Um, but I wrote, I wrote some more ridiculous options. Um, the Mummy with Tom Cruise. Oh, is coming Jesus. out. He, is it? He's running from mummies. I assume that looks pretty cool. This is the one where he came out and he's and, and it, it was uh, announced that he did the his a lot of his action some action scenes in zero gravity. What? Two hundred fifty thousand percent, Chrissy. He's like, I'm going to do these in zero gravity. Also, isn't this a Brendan Fraser movie? Am I missing something here? There was a, there were some mummies back in the day that were Brendan Fraser. This is total new rebootage. Okay, um, the mummy. This is the beginning of like the Universal Monster. Uh, universe of movies. They're gonna have like the Mummy and the Invisible Man and right, whatever. So I'm excited. I'm excited about that. There's a new uh, Dean Devlin movie coming out called Geostar. Yeah, with um, uh, what's what's our boy um Gerard Butler from the other movie we saw. I don't know, but I was like Gerard Devlin. <laughs> he's destroying the Earth, basically. Um, Dean Devlin in that movie. Um. Fast, the f- new Fast Eight movie. I'm excited about things about that. I'm I'm excited about a lot of movies. Yeah, I was gonna say this is an easy question about? for you. What are you most excited about? Um, well, Dunkirk because I love anything World War II and I love Christopher Nolan and I think that'll probably be a, a really really good movie. Um, I'm looking it up right now. And I can't remember the name <gasps> of it. Oh, I remember the one we that we both are excited about. So there's a new musical coming out this year that I didn't even know was coming out until I looked at the list myself. You remember what we were talking about? My Little Pony? My Little Pony. My Little Pony. Not only My Little Pony, there's like a bunch of like Christian Chenoweth. Who else is in the cast? Oh, uh, Christian Chenoweth. I believe Emily Blunt is in it as well. What is this? It's going to be great. Is it going to be great? Well, I I don't know. It'll be animated. I have a feeling it's going to be like trolls, like in terms of how good it is. How dare you, Chrissy? You're talking about My (laughs) Little Pony. Our kids love it. Our kids about love My it. My Little Pony, the movie. Come on now. I'm intrigued by this My Little Pony movie. Is what I want to see an inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power, because I'm totally one of those. Um, yay, Earth. Yay, EPA being defunded. Because I want to be severely depressed. Yeah. 
I don't mean, by the way, yay, EPA being defunded. I mean, like, yay, EPA, dot, 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 which is being defunded. Um, there's another movie that I, I, it's really bugging me because I can't remember the name of it. And I keep going through this list of movies coming out to see, like, what was it called? But I remember there was one coming out that I was like, oh, when that comes out, I want to see it. And it definitely wasn't War with Grandpa or Saw Legacy. <gasps> There's a new Saw coming out. There I'm excited is. about that. There apparently is. How the hell are they doing that? That's Wouldn't like a reboot know. or something. I, I, it's, no, it's like Saw Legacy. So I assume it has to be like at the end of the, the it's a legacy. So it has to be after. No, I think it's like a reboot. Really? There's, there's been... So many saws. I just want to see like, Pitch how- Perfect Three. I haven't seen Pitch Perfect Two yet, but I want to see Pitch Perfect Three. Did we see Pitch Perfect Two together? No, no, we did not. I got a new one for you from um, Sci-Fytology. S Y F Y T O L O G Y on Twitter. They ask, um, "What's a movie that everyone loves and you just hate?" I'm sure K has dozens. <laughs> Go ahead, Justin. Titanic. Wait. Everybody does not hate Titanic. No, a movie that everyone loves and you just hate. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on, what? <laughs> I need to rethink What's my marriage. What's a movie that everyone loves? I know, I understood the question. That you hate. Christine. I understood the question. Was that your answer? No, it's not my answer. What's your answer? I don't know. You can't ask the question on our podcast and then not answer it. Well, I'm asking you. I think it was directed towards you. I love a lot of movies. Right. Name one that everyone hates that you love. No, that's not the question. It's well, everyone fine. loves that you just hate. Oh, yeah. I keep fucking it up. I'm telling you, antihistamines are a real problem in America. They're opioids. Um, Back I in the day, hate. Chrissy loved Crash, and I hated it. And yes. Now, and now Chrissy, I hope, has turned around. I like Crash. I like Crash. I don't love it like I did, but I like it. It made me cry when I saw it. We used to get over fights about it. (laughs) Chrissy, how dare you? Just saying. That's pretty. That's a hard question. I like a lot of movies, man. Like, I'm one of those people that I, I, I just like a lot of movies. Like, even the movies that people think that suck, I usually find something I like about them. I mean, for and, me, and if I if I think I'm not gonna like it, I usually just don't watch it because exactly, time. exactly. So for me, it used to be the Star Wars franchise until I saw <gasps> it. Like I was just like, ugh, why? I don't understand. It's not. It's stupidly popular. Like I don't understand why it is so so fucking popular. Mm-hmm. And now I enjoy them. And then you finally watch them. I still don't understand why they're so fucking popular. I think they're good movies. I don't know why people are holding them up as like almost like a religious experience. People will wait overnight for them. I don't get that, but I still enjoy them. Imagine if there was a Titanic in space universe of movies. Oh God, I'd be embarrassed. I'd be embarrassed for James Cameron. (laughs) Well, I'm embarrassed that there's like four avatars coming. So Yeah, I know. Somebody needs to pull him back, Chrissy. A little bit. Pull him back. Here's one from um, a Beardo Talks film. Um, one of our, our movie pod squad brethren at Captain Beard 93 on Twitter asks, favorite non-pornographical magazine to masturbate to, Chrissy? Um, this is easy. Yeah? People magazine. They have Sexiest Man of the Year. But that's only one once a year. 
So maybe you hold it out and make it count. It did say what how it did say how abstain. It didn't say how often <laughs> do you masturbate? <laughs> yeah. Well I'm saying it didn't little say mommy, like little me time, kids. It didn't say like how often do you masturbate to non pornographic magazines? Who is even the, the man of the year this year? Who is even reading magazines anymore? We have the internet. <laughs> well, I actually thought about this, Chrissy. Okay. There was a question that was asked of us. I actually thought I did about, too. I'm not making fun of People Magazine. <laughs> Go ahead. I was thinking like something like Bed Bath and Beyond because every time I look at that what? magazine, I'm like, man, I would really like to have some of the stuff. Of course. Oh my god. <laughs> like, did we just reverse? There's like roles? a large selection of things that I might like in my home in this in this magazine, and Amazing. they keep sending me the coupons. And I just can't get there to use the coupons. They so don't they expire. Just, they just stack up. But they don't expire. Like you could just keep them like forever. Like I've just got kindling of uh, coupons from Beth, Bed Bath & Beyond. But I want to spend them. So then like, should I take my answer back and be like Pottery Barn like, for the same reason? I just want to go beyond and just like buy everything <laughs> beyond and then step, 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 take a step back into bath. Justin, it's okay. You can tell me that you're really attracted to the model using the vacuum on page three and that's really why. What kind of vacuum is it? <laughs> Dyson. Yeah. Okay. It's called the animal. It's people, bed, bath, and beyond. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, Great question. Victoria's Secret back in the day, of course. Oh, yeah? I mean, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm glad you didn't say like the JCPenney catalog. I mean, come on. Are we talking about like the the holiday catalog? Like no, the, I like mean the, the nether the 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 under things. For me, it was Abercrombie and Fitch. They were like practically naked in that thing. True, they, true. It was great. Isn't that the place where you like you you go and they they're naked outside waiting for you? They to come used in? to be. That's what Zac Efron did at the end of the movie with um, Neighbors. <laughs> Aren't there some clothes inside? Yeah. Like, Okay, last one comes from uh, John John Martin um, on Twitter. He asks us, how much drugs is Snyder doing? I think he's saying Snack Snyder. And does Michael Bay dream of it in explosions? How much drugs is Snyder doing, number one? I don't know who Zack Snyder is. Uh, he's the one that directed uh, Batman v Superman. Oh, oh, he's probably doing unhappy drugs. Unhappy drugs? Yeah. He's depressed? I think so. Really? Yeah. He's the one I think is, he's into Ayn Rand and Fountainhead, so. He's into Iran? Huh? Into Iran? Iran? Yeah. Ayn. <laughs> no? He's into Iran. <laughs> um, so he's taking depressed, de- depressed drugs, antidepressants apparently. Is that right, Chris? This is not going well for me. And yeah. yes, Michael Bay does dream in explosions. You know what? I actually saw Michael Bay on uh, near my workplace a couple weeks ago. Uh, smaller guy than I thought. That doesn't surprise but me. Of course, I'm a giant, so... I saw a relative. great LinkedIn headline of all things recently that somebody was. It's by the way, I've I've read that like for your LinkedIn headline, it shouldn't be your position. It should be like almost like a personal quote or something that makes people want to click on you to find out more. And this person was like, "I'm the Michael Bay, I'm the best." Somebody wrote, "I'm the I've got a big dick, Top Gun style." Basically, it was like you know Sally Smith. I'm the Michael Bay of business. I blow shit up, and I was like, "Shit, whoa! I want to find out more about Sally Smith." 
What's your favorite non-pornographical magazine, Sally Smith? <laughs> That's awesome. Anyway, so yeah. Antidepressants. Yes, he dreams in explosions. Bam. Ta-da. Q-Aid. Q-Aid. Remember the, 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 the portion in Top Gun where you thought they all had AIDS or something? <laughs> You said, I, they said the word eight. And I was like, AIDS? Somebody has AIDS? I need to turn my hair again. And you were like, no, Chrissy, eight, you dummy. It's a fun time watching these movies with you, Chris. I'm full of snot. What I do you love want? you. I love the snot in your, the boogers in your nose. Thank you. I'm sorry you don't feel well. <sighs> I am uh, miserable. Everybody, <laughs> uh, go on iTunes. Um, if you if maybe you like don't show, this time, maybe this is a bad episode to say. Chrissy, give us a review um, about. We're still in the middle of the humans hashtag human centipede, centipede challenge, which Chrissy said that if uh, we got over fifty iTunes reviews, she would watch Human Centipede, which Worst is a movie decision. Ever. She's uh, since said absolutely no way she would ever watch. So, if you like the show. Uh, Give us a good review uh, rating on iTunes. We'd really appreciate it. Chrissy would mainly appreciate it. Oh, and if you say, you know what? I don't know why they decided to come on a podcast and talk about their sinus cavities. This is a shitty podcast. That's fine. Leave your reviews to yourselves and I'll be fine with that. <laughs> hey man, different strokes for different folks. Right. Um, where else can you find us, Chris? You can find us on Twitter at MovieGeekCast on Facebook with the same handle. Believe it or not, we're on Snapchat at MovieGeekCast. Cast and we're not on Snapchat. We are. It's this? at Movie Geek Cast. There's nothing that comes on the Snapchat from us. Well, we have a social media manager on Snapchat, <laughs> and it's she's four. Our daughter. <laughs> she takes pictures of you know literally everything around her, and then she types the word Brooklyn because it's the only thing she can spell consistently. Oh, but yeah. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, iTunes, Podbean, SnowCloud. Snout cloud. Snout cloud. <laughs> you go to my MySpace page, the danger zone. Enter the danger zone with me. It's amazing. Um, but mainly, uh, thanks for listening, guys. You guys rock. Um, so, so next week, big, big news. Next week, we're hitting an even number, 150, Chris. Amazing. Are you, are you excited? As long as I can breathe by then, I'll be very excited. <laughs> Chrissy's so pissed off. I'm dying right now, guys. We're going to let Chrissy go and, and take a break um, with her nose. Thank and you. And we are going to see you guys next week for 150. We got something fun planned. Uh, so, yeah. See you Yay. next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.